My views and thoughts of my parents have expanded as I've grown. I realized that in the words of my little guy, they're pretty great. I also came to realize that the normal they provided was not as common of an experience as I might expect. Now that I have a child of my own, I wonder how did they do it all? I realize they have a ton of wisdom to share and I'm immensely blessed to have the dynamic duo that is my parents. With my dad, we're able to talk the research and you've heard from him. I'm excited that for a series of upcoming episodes, we're going to chat with my mom. With my mom, I see the best practices effortlessly in action. A different feel, but the same focus for the next several episodes. We want to give you practical and applicable ways to help the little ones in your life grow and succeed. I could think of no one better to visit with than my mom. Servant, supporter, and survivor. Wife, mother, nana, and friend. A queen of cost savings, a master of teachable moments, and master of memory making. Join me as I continue to soak up and benefit from her wealth of wisdom and knowledge. Join me as I visit with my mom, Annie Mercer. A move, job change, divorce, new baby, someone in the household moving in or out. And I could keep going with lists of transition events that people regularly encounter. All of these transitions bring with them changes in the home dynamic. Some of these changes are short-term, some are long-term. The changes might be expected and desired, or they might be unexpected. Either way, these transitions require preparations. What type of preparations are needed when you're facing a transition, Mom? The number one thing is you have to be intentional and in you're making the transition. You have to be intentional by planning. And planning, I think, is the most important part of it because you set your pace. Well, let me give you four things. Planning, packing, purging, purchasing, and paying. You have to plan how you're going to pack. You have to plan what you're going to pack. You have to plan how you're going to pay for it, and you have to plan what to leave behind. Lots of good things you just said there in a very short way. So let's talk further about these P's here. Let's start by talking more about planning. Okay, I think in planning, you have to sit down and, and decide, how will I make this move cost-wise? How can I make it a move that is cost-efficient for my budget? Who will I get to help me? Will I get movers, packers, or will I use family, friends? Or is this a move that I can do pretty much by myself? What kind of space will I have? Is it a smaller space? If it's a smaller space, then that means I have to get rid of some things, give away some things. Is it a larger space? Great. I don't have to go and try to fill up every room or every space, but I can move it and then have white space in the room and you don't have a crowded room. How long will this move take? If you have little ones, who will help with the little ones so that packing will not interfere with their regular schedule? You can look at family, friends, and if you have sitters, you can have your sitters to watch the children while you make your packing or you do packing while the little ones are resting. A little bit of things to think about what 
how you can make your transition easier. That pre-planning and thinking through things can go a long way in making that process a lot smoother. Well, once you've got the planning done, what would be the next thing that we want to focus on? Well, then you go to, what am I packing? All the necessary items. When you're packing the necessary things, and when I say necessary things, I'm thinking of your clothing, your your daily medications or anything that you have to have on a daily basis, anything that you have to, have, that has to be at your fingertips. You need to be intentional about how you pack those. They need to be where you can get to them. I think of your personal um, finance things and all of that. I would not have a mover or packers to pack that for me. Pack those yourself and transport those with you in your car. Any important financials and important birth certificates of just all of your important stuff you want to take with you. Medications, that's something you always want to have on you. You throw away clothing that you don't want to wear anymore. If they're not, if they're gently used, then you want to pass them on to someone else. But if they're not gently used, you want to throw them away. Don't give people your trash. You don't give away items that are in good condition, supplies, all of your, your supplies that you can take with you, special toys of the kids that are age appropriate, things that has deep meaning to you. And when I say deep meaning, it may be something that your mother gave you, your grandmother, your mother gave it to you because her grandmother gave it to her and there's a story behind it. Those kind of things you want to make sure you hold on to. You want to hold on to your pictures, your videos, your your jump drives that has all your important information on it. Those are things that you want to drive with you in your presence at all times. Uh, who do I give these things to if I have things to give away? Of course, first you want to look into your family. You want to look at your friends, maybe a neighbor, maybe an organization that helps, that benefits others, and pass these gently used things down to them. So sounds like that packing and purging can go closely hand in hand because that might save you some things you don't have to pack if you realize I can go ahead and purge this and I don't even have to worry about packing it and bringing it along with me on a transition. Right. I would I would suggest that you get three sections going and label them. Get rid of, sell, give away, whatever keep and a maybe keep and the maybe keep line you put it in there and then you come back to it later and and go back through it again and say do I keep this do I take it do I keep it do I pack it and then whichever whichever place it fall in that's where it falls but don't don't purge it first on your first go around if it's something you have having second thoughts about okay So we've thought through our planning. Now we've moved on to the packing and purging. What else do we need to have in mind? Well, you still have to have in mind your purchasing and your paying. You have to, there's certain things that you're gonna have to purchase. And how do I know what my limit is? When you're thinking about your limit, spend wisely. If you can get boxes from 
a friend or a neighbor or you go to the grocery store there's boxes and you don't and it's the right size that you need or you have an Amazon delivery and that their boxes are what you need reuse them but label them please put what room it goes into and what's in the items that are in the box so that you don't have to go on a hunt trying to find your items when you get to your new location take only what you need and as I was saying in the purging keep not keep if you decide to not keep it let it go let it go and, and, and I said once before when you let it go it can be letting it go to a family member to a neighbor to a friend or organization take a picture of it you can always have it with you on the picture and you will need to buy wrapping paper bubble wrap tape and all the things that come with trying to package something up to move it and then once again you come back to if you're using packers, movers, or friends, you want to pack your own jewelry, your bank information, your your valuables. And if you're packing your your china and your crystal and all of that, you may want to use the packers to pack that because there are people that do come and just pack your kitchen for you. So be intentional and know and know what your compass is going to be when you before you start that moving. If that cost is too much in your budget, then you be that you be the mover, you be the packer yourself. And if you have to get someone to pack your jewelry, your personal stuff, make sure it's someone that you know and you trust. All right. What more do you want to share with us about the transition process, especially when we might be thinking about the little ones involved in that? Again, I always start with being intentional. You also want to plan for the transition of little ones. Does it mean you're driving them in a car? Are you flying them on a plane to the next location? You want to think about I have to have healthy snacks for them. I have to have their special little sleep animal, stuffy or whatever you want to call your 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 special thing for your kids. I have to leave out some special toy for them to have, something. And then you might just want to think about, you're making this purge, you're making this transition. You might want to think of something really special that you want to get them so that when you're making that move they're totally focused on something they've always wanted it may be a toy it more than likely will be a toy and they can they can have that to remind them of their if they're of that age I remember when we moved to wherever and you bought me this and that becomes one of those special items to that that uh, little one purchasing, recycling. You have all these things that you have to think of getting rid of, bringing into to the uh, transition. And the last thing I would say is enjoy the transition. It can be a fun time. Going through your old memories, letting go of items that no longer, need, no longer needed and passing them on to a new home. 
All right, well, let's continue with some practical tips as we wrap up this episode. You talked about having a healthy snack, but what is a handy snack that someone might have on hand for a transition when it's not easy to prepare something, but they're in need of a quick, handy, and healthy snack? Kid-friendly crackers and fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. While you're doing your packing, make sure you pack that cool, that ice chest that has your things to be kept cold in, which may even be um, a medication, but you sure want to keep your vegetables and your fruit uh, cold. You want to keep the special drinks for the kids cold so that they can, uh, so that you can easily access them. That will be something that would go with you. And if you're flying, that's going to be something in your bag, in your diaper bag, your backpack or whatever you're carrying. But you always want to make sure you have your special fruit, vegetables, finger snacks that little people can eat. One final tip I'm going to take from something you said in a previous episode. And you mentioned and alluded to in this episode, but in preparation for a transition, you could prepare a goodie bag, not only with those snack items, but with activities for your little one, like a coloring book blocks, something that your child can use to entertain themselves while you're in the middle of this transition, and you may not even have access to all of their normal activities and toys. Any closing thoughts for us today? My closing thought would be the same. Enjoy the transition. Make it as fun as possible. If you're traveling by car, take frequent breaks. If you're calm and collect, then the kids will be calm. Try not to be anxious, but enjoy the go. We'll join us next time for more information. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Mm-hmm.